हो गया लाइव वाई वाई सन ग्लासेस सेकंड फॉग अप फॉग अप माय सन ग्लासेस ये विद सम चा नो सीरियसली वाई वाई सन ग्लासेस इट्स गोना अनॉय पीपल दैट आर जस्ट लिसनिंग टू इट्स पीपल दैट जस्ट लिसन आउट ऑफ आवर थ्री लिसनर्स टू ऑफ देम जस्ट लिसन वन देम इज किरण व्हाट शी टेल्स मी शी लिसंस आई डोंट थिंक या आई डोंट थिंक एनी ऑफ माय फैमिली लिसन टू इट or maybe they they like your dad listen to it yeah yeah and he told us off yeah tu sina ek tu jyada book pad liya karo ha ek tu jyada book galla karan to pehla ha which is kind of right and then oh you got a lot of flack last time i did yeah for being historian takeda historian yeah but i did start with a disclaimer i mean everyone starts with a disclaimer mm. have you seen the uh movie extraction no that is made for Ooh. indian australians I have seen it. Have you? With the the Hemsworth guy. Yeah. I don't is know it is it Chris or Liam? I don't know. All right. No, so it's Chris. It's huh? Chris. It's Chris. Yeah. It's Chris. So Chris Hemsworth. I watched half of it yesterday, yeah. It's a perfect movie for Indian Australians. And the reason is the movie starts off right. The this Hemsworth guy is in the Kimberley. What's Kimberley? It's a valley. Yeah. I think. I think it's Western Australia. I don't know. Right. Okay, so he's in the middle of nowhere. And there's a there's two original guys and one of the original guys is like oh yeah he's chucking rocks off a cliff into the river yeah or a lake i don't know what it is yeah okay and the other guy is like oh yeah it must be like 30 feet deep or uh, 30 meters deep or something and he's like oh yeah 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 and then then he comes back to where they were sitting they were sitting on uh, you know those chair the portable chairs you sit on for the cricket yeah 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 the richer that you are you get the better ones <laughs> that you can sit on and watch test matches all day for right and he, the guy goes the guy goes oh th- that guy over there i can't i don't know what that chris guy's name is in the movie i can't remember but he goes oh he looks dead and and the guy goes he's not dead mate right and then and then chris then the other guy goes no no he looks dead and then somehow this chris guy this is a send australia right and he has an australian accent in this movie yeah. he has an australian accent he's i don't know he has a he's sleeping with a beer in his hand <laughs> all right he gets up and he goes yeah i'm right mate Yeah and he goes to the guy next to him he goes I don't know where this story is going he goes he goes hold my beer yeah hold my beer right gets up walks a few steps he goes I told you to hold it not drink it okay then runs off the cliff into the water and the other guy's like oh shit mate oh yeah yeah blah blah it's off 5 seconds into the water he's in the water 5 seconds 7 seconds the next scene he's meditating inside the water inside the water of course and there was one man who did go inside water he came out a few days later and he had a message this guy didn't have a message <laughs> well i mean he didn't do it for long enough obviously it wrecked him then look each other this is what are you on about what's this tangent i just want to look we, i'm just saying I, it's a perfect three movie followers. it's we lost them all no one is listening to this no thing. no it's a perfect movie this for indian people story no, no. it's a perfect it's a perfect movie for indian australians the story you told is some guy was lying on a ledge yeah he had a beer in his hand yeah he gave the beer to someone yeah. he jumped off the ledge he jumped off the ledge what do you want for he was story? australian he was like oh my beer mate yeah and then he went to the bottom of the water Why are you telling and he me turned into a sadhu it's <laughs> a terrible story and then then he got out of the water <laughs> and then he went to india i don't care about this story he went to india i don't care about this story all right what story do you want me to tell you then What story do you want to know about? Why are you wearing glasses? 
This is your mandate. What? Because you're because you're Kenya shirt. <laughs> you wore a Kenya shirt. You wore sunglasses, and then we decided spontaneously. I got new glasses. So I'm excited about my glasses. These are glasses I never wear, so I'm really excited about wearing these for once. Good. 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 <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? Some What's shady. New? What's new? Nothing. Elizabeth, Megan, Queen Elizabeth, Megan Mark, Megan Markle, Megal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the last name. I think it's Markle. Markle. Omato. I don't know her last name. <laughs> Megan Mato. <laughs> I know Bandida and I had it, yeah? Yeah. She's saying she got racially... She was insulted by the Queen. Racially. Yeah. She... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't did, imagine, did, I can't no, imagine the Queen being at rude. At school, did they ever teach you how to put sentences together? Like, this is a cat. Like, <laughs> this is, this how, is you, just, how you stick sentences together? The queen did something wrong. The queen did something wrong. No, no, no. I can't imagine that. Huh? Why? She's too old. They, they ruled over India. Yeah, but she's too old now. So they went... So apparently she said... I don't know if she did said or someone else said... Did you watch the interview? No. Right. I watched you, the interview. You, it's out now? Huh? The yeah. Oprah one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it out? Yeah, Because yeah, I only saw it when I it was on it. Eclipse. My sister came. My mum came. They all came over. We watched it. What came of it? Huh? What they came all came over to watch the thing. No, no, but what came of it? Um, basically, she's like, um, they don't like me because, you know, or she's might be full black, I don't know, because she's black, so she's being, like, whatever, they're being racist towards her, and then they're not understanding of her coming from the outside into the family, X, Y, and Z, and all that kind of stuff, but this is like, every DC person I've spoken to, all the young people, our generation, they're like, oh, it was so hard for her, you know, it's good that they moved out, made their own life, X, Y, and Z. Everyone older, they're just like, no, no, mm-hmm. The ugly one queen coast for now, which a new Jeno Chatraya Karjave, Munda Patakelajave. So that's where this is at. She's just like, you know. Does it say who the person was who was saying the stuff to her? Or no, is it apparently the whole, when the, the kid was fan? born? Yeah. She just keeps saying, I don't know what she says. I forgot the term, establishment or something. I don't know. But she's like, there's people that run things. And uh, someone was just like, this kid's too black. This kid's going to be too black. Too black to be part of the royal family. Yeah, just too black, so it will be an issue. So, that's what they were saying. <laughs> Is it... No, because I, I watched the part, they, they didn't release it, but she paid like $7 million or something. For what? Uh, no, the CNBC or something. Uh, I think we need to explain to everyone why we actually have no factual... Uh, let me complete that sentence. The reason why we know no information properly, why we don't know last names, and why we don't know who paid who and which channel did what. Can you tell them why? about this? That? About oh, this okay. life? Everything, well, we said that last time. It's all good. We have Nokia, so we don't know. We're not, we don't, we're not fully up to date on everything. But, but we're, we're willing we know to enough. Talk. We know enough. We know enough to talk like we don't know anything, we know nothing, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Just half-baked conversations. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's, what, that's what's going on with them. Okay. But I thought you'd know. I thought you'd know. I thought they'd be roll up Not really. I think like, I think my parents watched the news and by the time they've watched it and uh, processed it, yeah. they're already well processed. 
Because I watch it like really in the morning. I wake up a bit later. Yeah. Uh, and then by the time it gets to me, they've yeah. already thought about it. They will, you know, they yeah. have their opinions. And they got the potato Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay. No, yeah. Okay. I don't and know why everyone's surprised. It's like that, like people are racist, like especially the royal family. Like that's the family. Yeah. And so suddenly everyone's like, Nick, Queen, Kade Marani, Yeah, and they do defend, they do defend them. They, def- they yeah. defend everyone with it. Like Prince, Prince Andrew thing with the yeah, Epstein yeah, thing as well. They yeah. defended him. Yeah. Where like they see, I don't know why. The Dissies, they keep defending the royal family. I don't know why. I don't know why. They're just like, nah, 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 when trouble was happening. When trouble, when trouble, when trouble was, still, yeah, trouble was still on. It was yeah. still a thing. And then some guy at the, um, I was buying a book, few books, and the guy at the bookstore, it was like some. Oh, I got to get his name, but uh, just opposite the Barsa, there's this little bookstore. You know, we've been recently. Yeah, we went. Yeah. There's that complex uh, outside. They've um, tiled everything. Just on the other side of the tile, there's one bookshop there. And I think it's two next to each other. Anyways, I went to that guy. I bought a bunch of things, and then. Uh, he's like, as I was going, he's like, okay, because I was buying shady books. He's like, I'll oh, just buy this one as well. Do you know this guy? I'm like, no, I have no no idea who this guy is. So he gives me this book of um, this this book called Sharaf Nishani. I just started reading it yesterday, but I pretty much went through it. As in Nishani is his, I don't know, name or it's like no, a his name is Sharaf, and like his full name is Firoz Din Sharaf, and so he was around like a hundred years ago, something like that. So he's a Muslim man, but I'm flipping through this book like like every poetry book. I just like jump to the middle. I'm just like, let's see what like hits, you know? I'm just uh, going through, going through. And then I didn't realize that in the middle, it's about, you know, random stuff about life and ishk and this, that and the other. But at the start and at the end, it's both about like Sikhi. What? Yeah. Like, do you expect this book to, to have poetry about Sikhi? And this guy's name is Feroz Din Sharaf. Just didn't, I just... And for like, what reason... Is it about no, he's No, like in a good way. Like he's just praising the gurus and this, that and the other. Does he have connection? I don't know. I don't you, know. Yeah, I literally, good. literally. I think people know of this guy that read poetry yeah. because he's taught in schools, I think. Because when I looked him up online, it came out with like syllabus videos and stuff like that. Um, and then I was talking to Joel Baji, who's like a resident poetry expert. And then he was like, hi, he's really good, X, Y, and Z. And like... I think there's poetry of him about the gurus, but like it's it's so like he's got poetry about Diwali at Amritsar, he's got poetry about Darbar Sahib, then he's got poetry about Sikh da Dil, like what's a Sikh, what's the Dil of a Sikh made like, made right. from, and it's saying things like you know kitho kitho ki kuch leya ki bhi sheer to na ne jaan leya the Himalay like the foundation of the Himalayas, that's where they got their uh, sturdiness and and. You know, the, the strength to stand firm on principles. That's where they got that from. And it's like a three-page poem. And then at the end it says, this is, we'll put all these things together. And then they said, Are you going to read some yeah. of it here? Oh, I mean, I you got, I, you've I got, got your tags here? I know, I know, I know. Um, I want to read some of it, but I'll read this one. With sunglasses, so I might botch it. <laughs> kind of, oh, wow. It's different. It's so much lighter, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We've been wearing we're it for like an hour, so we yeah, just, no, and it's a dark room as well, and yeah. we're wearing sunglasses, yeah, so yeah, it feels yeah. like, yeah. What does it feel like? Whatever, bro. Feels like feels a theater, like, yeah, like yeah, we're in a theater, like a theater yeah. Yeah. with yeah. sunglasses on. So this this one, he's talking about, um, 
basically the Kalgi of Guru Gobind Singh Ji. And he's saying how different things in life, in essence everything, draws its energy from the Kalgi of Guru Gobind Singh Ji. An interesting concept. And so everything is kind of paying their res- its respect. And he's describing how everything comes from that Kalgi. And so it's, just, it's called Didar. It's like the first or second one. For, yeah, second poem in here. So it says, Teri kalgi to shri dashmesh pyare, Moti ab gulab khushbu mangi. Right? Chamak bijline. Do you want to put in like the English part in here or do you want to explain it at the end? Or, I think there's some people who won't get that. Won't even get that line. Okay, do you, so you, we'll, we we'll, do, we'll do a little bit. We'll do okay, a little okay. bit. Teri kalgi to shri dashmesh pyare. So from your kalgi, and Guru Gobind Singh Ji, Teri kalgi to shri dashmesh pyare. Moti ab gulab khushbu mangi. So, you know, pearls and flowers like gulabs, they ask for fragrance from, you know, your kalgi. The other thing is, we're, it's a disclaimer, we know nothing about poetry. No. We're total shonkies. Yeah. Now, we open a book, we understand some of it, we like it, we move well, on. Well, I'm going to get a talking from my dad after this as well. Of course. Yeah. Although he'll know nothing about it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, standard. <laughs> so, so, it's saying, you know, that the kushbu in the gulab, or the gulab asks for kushbu from the kalgi, or Gobind Singh Ji. Chamak bijli ne, suraj ne lea channana, channa tareya dive ne lo mangi. So, the, what's, what's chamak? Flash, flash yeah. of lightning. So lightning is asking for flash, and the, and the sun is asking, um, lo, what's? Channa, channa is just light, so sun is asking for light. Chan is a moon, Tare is stars, Dive is lamps. So all these things are asking um, for their light from the Kalgi. Chamak bijli ne, Suraj ne lea chanana, Chan tareyan Dive ne lea, Chan tareyan Dive ne lo mangi. Ilm, akal, iman, gyan, bhakti, Satche sahib kartar di so mangi. So that's like, you know, knowledge, um, what akal is like intellect so these things next one goes kise milk jagir te dud putter kise dalat te izzat abro mangi now this is the worldly thing so yeah. people asking for izzat and dalat money and respect in the world etc etc et so just describing how everything is asking whatever whatever gives value to their life asking for I mean when when, I, when we do the as well it's like you do it's kind of a this Ardas, okay, we do we haga teda, he haga to de 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 na haga. You know, there's another line that a student of mine, shout out to just keep it, he sent, and it was, um, Malida kam pani pona, par par mashka pave, Malak da kam falful lona, lave jana. Hi, 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 hi. Banigal, banigal. To just keep it. This is, this is just keep it handshake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, what it basically means is, you're the gardener, Malia. Your, your job is just to see Pani Pao. Your come is just to see Apna Reyaz Kardero, Reyaz Kardero, and sincerely meant Koro. That's your job as a Mali, Pani Pona. And then Onu Fal Lagne fruits and full Lagne flowers, O Malakada come here, Lave Jana Lave. That's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right? And uh, basically, so this, is, this is what that is. That is what this is saying. Ki everything. For the fruits of labor, everyone asks for. Suraj te hai ya, but suraj da channan utho aareya. But for Riyaz generally, right? Yeah. I, you know, I haven't been committed to that for a while. Yeah. But I have found that 
no matter how how much I phase in from Gnostic to Astic or whatever it is, yeah. uh, and even in my most Gnostic phases yeah. of whatever I am, uh, the process of like you know doing doing this type of thinking yeah. before mm. starting anything before starting anything yeah. makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah, it it fills your heart with something. You feel good. Yeah. Uh, you feel like there will be some intervention in the process and something will help and make it happen. No, so you do, you, do you, don't I mean, you, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about before we continue on to this. Yeah. Like you find that helps as well? Yeah, yeah. So there's, again, this is something, what's that book? It's a book. You've read it as well. You've read it as well. It's like a, it's a short book, The Art of War. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you the mean? War of Art. War of Art. Okay. You've, yeah, War of Art. You've read that one. Small I think book? I've read The Art of War. No, no, no. By the War Sansu. of Art. No, 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 not the, that. Not that one. a book called yeah. Art of War. Okay, and that book talks about the the concept of um, I don't know what what he calls them in that book, but basically these entities that exist around. And it, if you put in the work, then these entities then come in and help fulfill lana. Yeah, that's you know, give I mean. fruits to that labor. But you have to do the work for those things to be activated and set in motion. Now, if you take it from a completely, uh, you know, devoid of spiritualism kind of perspective, then it turns into, okay, if you just put in the work, then that work will inspire more work and that will give X, Y, and Z, which is true. Yeah. Um, but at some point in any art form, it crosses that point and it has to. Yeah. It has to. If it doesn't, then uh, it's not really art until that point. Until that point, it's exercise. Until that point, technicality, is technicality and, and exercise. Yeah. And then at some point, it doesn't mean every single time you perform, or but at some point that has to cross the other side where you're, you're closing your eyes and you're trying to connect with something. Yeah. Be what that may. Whatever it is. I agree. Yeah, be what that may. So that's what he was talking about that, you know, if now, if, for example, I don't have a phone, if we have a Nokia, you do a bit of the hours, you do something and you walk away from it. Those yeah. ideas foster yeah. In your head, they just stick around. They stick around. People don't realize the, the value of that. I didn't realize the value of that. Yeah. They stick because you do the hours and you get on your phone and then you bow. Sometimes you own the hours and you pick up your phone, you're messaging, checking on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and nothing is sinking in, nothing pieces the heart. And you need to do it, then walk away from it and just let it settle in your subconscious, you know? It just all sits there. And then out of that, these little uh, gems come out. Which you're like, okay, where did that idea come from? Yeah, you know, where did that po some, sometimes poetry will c appear? Like, okay, we are we can we can, you know, us okay, you write them down. Sometimes the composition will come, but that comes through that myth that you've done. Uh, kind of, you know, the char Yeah, you've put all the ingredients in, but if you just take the char straight off, the the ug, it's not going to taste like trash. Yeah. And on it goes up and down, up and down, and the same ingredients just keep churning, 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 and at the end you get all the dud in Amritsar, you know? That they just leave on for the whole day and you have it six hours later. On and then you have to add sugar. You know? And the same thing happens. So at the end of the day it's like the, what this poem tells me is I'm singing. Oh good, that's fine. But us asar you could apply like you could apply to your restaurant. Like you're cooking something, but you're anything, anything. Yeah. You have a relationship, but 
प्यार because i've done um just move that like a little bit so this way yeah just move the mic a bit yeah that's it um because i've done you know there are where <clears throat> i've done you know i won't do like a, before i start or after and and ardas of sorts you know just a one or two lines just to attribute whatever it is uh to a to a power beyond myself right you have to tell me how to lock this one second how do i do should i try and fix it yeah yeah Yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry about that. For those listening, just trying to fix Indebris mic. Um so like not attributing that uh the the gains of whatever you're doing to to an external kind of power. But unless you've done the work, you don't know. There's so many variables like you need to be able to separate yourself from the progress. You need to be right. putting in the work. and then having that faith in the work and letting it do the work by itself you know that's the same thing as like well, you know it's a part of the ingredient it's part of the ingredient that asta and you know and it just feeds across to everything where the your relationship with your gurus your relationship with your students your relationship with your music all this stuff it gets that spiritual element inside of it once the effort towards mastery becomes serious and starts to take over then everything gets that like coding or layer of spiritualism that comes over it because if you go and it's anyone it, i was watching this documentary the other day about chilies right and there was this guy who was obsessed with making the hottest chili in the world right and i was uh, i was hooked right because i could see the fire in his eyes right because he was like i have this and main karna hai and so at the end of the day, i don't even know if it's to do with the specific art form i don't think it is i think it's to do with the fire that's in a person which is what this kind of refers to fire banda de hai ga ya par ag unne deni hai ki kisi kisi cheez piche pehna hai doesn't matter what you get where you get to but that kind of determination once you have something to go for like that like that guy had mircha yeah the goal for mircha yeah. like that you know yeah. goal of mircha so what once you have a goal anything and you then dedicate yourself fully to it as much as you can then that this starts to come over not immediately yeah but you see this spiritualism naturally arise as you keep doing it as you keep doing it that's why we see it's so interesting because heaps of classical musicians leave kirtanis aside heaps of classical musicians um in essence they're really spiritual mm. in essence and what i'm saying there is you spend a lot of time by yourself people can't do that people don't know how to do that yeah you try to do that try to spend 6 hours by yourself to pagal ho jayenge yeah we do that it's possible day. but it can It's be done that, yeah right? we do that all the time yeah do that all the time 
and do it for decades. You know, musicians do it for decades. Spend time with them in a room and then in their instrument. And that's sadhgi. That's that's the definition of a sadhu. But you'll see conflicting people living in the same body. Where you see musicians that abuse drugs, they're addicted. Mm. Sexual exploitation is common in Hindustani classical. You know that as well. So these things will coexist. But somehow the music still has that layer of spiritualism. Mm. And it's weird how there's that dichotomy, but it exists. Yep. Like you've seen it, I've seen it. Yep. People have really spiritual music and their approach to music, gen- not what they say on stage, That never buy what the guy's saying. Classical musicians, they'll sit on stage and be like, if you're a nice person, you're not. And the person saying it, most of the time, yeah. If you if you're in the circles, you'll be like, "Why is this guy saying yeah, this? Yeah. Why is this guy saying it?" Yeah. Or oh, we've seen that personally enough times. We've seen that personally. Yeah. If you're in the field, but it's weird how that can coexist. Yeah. With this same thing, you know, gurus exploiting students. Mm. We've been exploited. I've been exploited, but I've seen exploitation of other people. At the same time, it's like it's hard to l- shun that person. Yeah. Because of what they, because the, the artistry. Yeah. The artist. yeah. So there's a spiritual connection. And through the art, you're like, and I gave them, you know, the guru needs to also appreciate the shisha. But then that's two-way street. But at the same time, there's that, there's that exploitation happening or sometimes it's sexual exploitation or sometimes it's money and X, Y, and Z. But they both coexist. They both coexist. And I think what people have to accept as well is that this hasn't just started now. The exploitation hasn't started now. It's always been that way. Yeah, it's always and, and all the artists. It wasn't. Yeah, they do pretend like you know they were pure souls and all that stuff before. Yeah. But the dig- the deeper you dig into it and you talk to family members, you talk to people generally, you, and if they give you the hint, you'll find out that it always happened yeah. and it was part of the process. But the people who were listening to on recordings, who we don't listen to live, yeah. who we go, that was amazing. This is yeah. brilliant. This person was like yeah. that. We automatically associate spiritual values to them. Yeah, and there is spiritual value. That's, there is. That, that's what's tricky. But there are different parts of their life which yeah. we wouldn't approve of. Yeah. Which yeah. exist. Yeah, so that's that's what's interesting there. It's like you listen to Chenat of You tell me, you tell me that's not spiritual. You yeah. tell me. Yeah. What's his name? There's an interview with Sad Bismillah Khan uh, I was teaching this composition to my students. There's a composition in Peru Allahu Allah, Jalleshan Allah, Tera Naam Leya, Meri Hoet Salah. And I was teaching that, and then some of my students, they're, they're like really clever. I feel so old saying this, really clever with the internet. <laughs> yeah. And But they're, they're good with the recordings, you know? Mm. I don't do that. I don't search for everything. Like, mm. okay, let's see who else sang it, how else they've sung it. They'll send me, I was teaching them something, and they'll send me it. I'll be like, right. oh, look, we found this like old, old recording of this, and it's always stuff I've never heard. And so they sent me recording that. And then one of them also sent me a recording of Sad Bismillah Khan Sahib in an interview. He says the lyrics a bit different to what I've learned. Okay. And he's saying that in the interview. He, saying, you know, Malvi say you can't sing music. It's not part of Dharam. It's not part of Mazhab yeah. religion. And he's like, you tell me if I sing this, you know. Allahu Allah Sing this. Tera naam leye meri hoye. 
special and he's singing this is an interview guy and he's saying if i'm saying allah allah like that main chaadi wari kahanga to tu mainu kaun kehne wala ho jayega ki meri taar nahi judegi meri judi hai i've experienced that with this composition and he's saying that and, then, and that's what this is that music has that spirit doesn't matter what ustad bismillah khan it, the people become irrelevant you become vessels but a f- philosophically like yeah. where where do you where do you think we should sit on the on the idea of people who are great artists yeah but then also live interesting yeah. lives i i heard someone say and i don't remember who it was but i think i agree with this once you make art it's not yours anymore mm once you make art it's not yours anymore mm. so it's a it's a world's it's not yours so if someone does something and they create something it's then left them they were the vessel through their own um, hard work learning talim inspiration that connection everything they made this thing and they put it out into the world and now it's everyone's so people hate it people like it people love it people loathe it doesn't matter uh, the point is it's now left you know like i just imagine like a little little kishti you know like a little boat made out of uh, paper just like floating off that's it it's it's gone and the the longer time goes on the further it's going to go you're not going to see it take about any musicians that did a recording in the 70s and they're living in 2020 now they don't remember where who's listened to that who's done what who's yeah. it's gone yeah. it's gone that's who you were at that point that's what you're saying that music has gone out it, people can connect with it or hate it whatever but that was art it's now gone it's now the world's and that's same thing with painting same thing i think so in that sense obviously there should be consequences for everything but in terms of art there's that thing where great people have made great art and bad people have made great art but art is art it seems like it seems like the punjabi kirtan world has kind of no i just said punjabi kirtan just kirtan world has accepted bad art behavior. as art and bad behavior bad on the behavior. side yeah. like everyone yes. knows everyone's doing everything it's terrible yeah. but everyone's cool with it it's it's weird it's weird isn't it no it's weird because it's insulated yeah there's right. a, there's a community that's close to mainstream ruggies community yeah and people outside that community uh, don't know inside mm. so even people that it'll be the same people that host everyone you know so the same people will host everyone in every, every city there's two three families that will host all the people mm. and they know how these people are they'll keep it somehow in a bit of a secret and everyone they all know each other and it's funny because i've been asked some funny things when i've landed <laughs> i've been asked some funny things when i've landed at airports some funny questions like do you want this do you want that and i've gone why the hell are you asking me that question yeah why are you asking me that question and it's because people that host people that sing kirtan they know the world thing to say that yeah but i mean even even despite that the wide punjabi community for most of the people who are no longer they alive don't know. They don't know no for the, for the for the wide punjabi community for people who have gone come and gone already yeah. most of the time everyone knows the no, stories about one don't. or two ruggies they, they don't? don't they don't they don't they don't you think that because you guys your family you guys have been one of the people that have hosted in the past right my family has never hosted we have no idea about anyone about anything about anyone about any right. there's people that have had to 
famous, famous people. I've walked in the house and mom's been playing the Asagi Bar or this and that. And I've known, um, you know, that that particular person has been exploiting women. And everyone in the community knows that. You know, but you can't do jack. And I've just, had to, I've just had to tell her, we're turning this thing off. And she's like, why? And that's yeah, but that's the point I was going to before. Because that, that's the point I was coming to before. Yeah. About where do you separate the art? Because before you said, art, once it's out, yeah. it's everyone's. Like, yeah. th- some of these people are really, really good musicians. Yeah. So, but now you're saying, I'm going to turn it off. Oh, I don't so, connect with the art in okay. that case, right? Okay. I don't connect with the art at all. It's like your normal... Now, if I connected with the art, that would be different. But okay. now it's like I don't like the art, and I don't. I really don't like the guy. Mm. So why would I have it on? <laughs> Should we continue this huh? uh, book? Uh, yeah. wait, that was a good little side. Yeah. Is that is that a little red dot still on there on the camera? Yeah, it's yeah. blinking. Yeah, it should yeah. be blinking. Okay, yeah. it is blinking. So where was I? Didar, teri kalgi ton shri dashmesh pyare, moti av gulab khushbu mangi, chamak bijli ne. सूरज ने लिया चानन चंद तारिया दीवे ने लो मंगी इल्म अकल ईमान ज्ञान भक्ति सच्चे साहिब करतार दी सो मंगी किसे मिलक जागीर ते दुध पुत्र किसे दौलत ते इज्जत अबरो मंगी अप टू दिस पॉइंट ओहो हस के बख्शया उस तू जो जो किसे ने मेरी सरकार मंगया गिव एवरीवन एवरीथिंग सो ओ हस के बख्शे उसनों तू जो जो किसी ने मेरी सरकार मंगया ए पर सब को लो चंगे यह रह गए सब तो बढ़िया केड़े ने yeah. ए पर सब को लो चंगे यह रह गए जिन्ना आशका तेरा दीदार मंगया uh-huh. कि वो असली चीज लै गए व्हिच इज पार्ट ऑफ एग्जैक्टली व्हाट वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस एंटायर टाइम राइट दैट्स काइंड ऑफ एंडिंग ऑन व्हाट व्हाट वी स्टार्टेड दिस एंटायर कन्वर्सेशन अबाउट व्हिच इज द आइडिया ऑफ गेटिंग दिस ऑफ दैट या great greatness that great essence yeah. that can manifest itself through anything in life that guy's mircha that i was talking about you yeah. know anything it's about that passion that that's how it manifests but i mean a, this book is really nice like anything i kind of go to it's you know this one's called tarle aaja pyare sheti aaja pyari pyari shakal vikha ja प्यारी प्यारी शकल 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 शगन मनावा ओसियां पावा रात तेरे विच नैन बिछावा आई थिंक यू नीड टू ट्रांसलेट सम ऑफ दैट फॉर द पीपल एज़ वेल आजा प्यारे शेती आजा कि तू शेती शेती आजा व्हाट आई वाज सेइंग टू यू बिफोर यू केम यू केम लाइक 2 आवर्स लेट आई डोंट थिंक इट वाज 2 आवर्स आई थिंक इट वाज लाइक आई हैड टू वेक यू अप एनीवेज इन लॉन्ग स्टोरी लॉन्ग स्टोरी आजा प्यारे शेती आजा प्यारी प्यारी शकल बिखा जा शगन मनावा मीन्स शगन इज हैप्पी सॉन्ग्स ओसियाँ पावा ओसियाँ बिलीव इज लाइक सॉन्ग्स ऑफ सेपरेशन दैट खाना थिंग राह तेरे विच नैन बिछावा सो द पाथ दैट यू मैन टू कम ऑन मैं अपने नैन माई आईज मैं बिछाना आया सो आई एम ऑलवेज लुकिंग फॉर सो इट जस्ट गोज ऑन दिस इज टू पेजेस तू ही आ जा यार मेरे दी झलक विखा जा जुल्फ हिला बुल मुस्का वाह वगा फुल खिलाफ 
ਜੇ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੇ ਸਾਵੇਂ ਆਵੇਂ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਲਾਸਟ ਟਾਈਮ ਤਦ ਵੀ ਨਾ ਤੂੰ ਸ਼ਕਲ ਵਿਖਾਵੇਂ ਥਿਸ ਲਾਨ ਰੈਡੀ ਇਟਸ ਗੋਨਾ ਇਟਸ ਗੋਨਾ ਗੋ ਸਟ੍ਰੇਟ ਥਰੂ ਥੈਟ ਪੋਲੋ ਲੋਗੋ ਥੈਟ ਸਿਟਸ ਔਨ ਟੌਪ ਆਫ ਯਰ ਸ਼ਰਟ ਮੋਇਆ ਨੂੰ ਨਾ ਮਾਰ ਬੇਦਰਦਾ ਆਏ ਹਾਏ ਹਾਏ ਬੜੀ ਨਾ ਗੱਲ ਮਰ ਗਿਆ ਯਾਰ ਹੋਰ ਨਾ ਮਾਰ ਮੋਇਆ ਨੂੰ ਨਾ ਮਾਰ ਬੇਦਰਦਾ ਯਾ ਸ਼ਰਫ ਤੇਰੇ ਹੈ ਤਰਲੇ ਕਰਦਾ ਆਏ ਹਾਏ ਹਾਏ ਹੈ ਆਹਾ ਦਿਸ ਸੋ ਇਸ 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 ਟੂ ਮਚ ਆਲ ਰਾਈਟ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਵੀ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਦ ਨੈਕਸਟ ਵਨ ਦੋ ਵੀ ਕੰਪੋਜ਼ ਦਿਸ ਵਨ ਐਸ ਵੈਲ ਯਾ ਯਾ ਯੂ ਕੰਪੋਜ਼ ਦਿਸ ਵਨ ਯਾ ਯਾ ਵਾਟ ਡੂ ਯੂ ਮੀਨ ਓਹ ਯੂ ਮੇਡ ਅ ਬੰਦੇ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਆਈ ਮੇਡ ਅ ਬੰਦੇ ਵਿਲ ਲਿਸਨ ਟੂ ਇਟ ਆਫਟਰ ਦਿਸ ਬਟ ਐਕਸਪਲੇਨ ਜ਼ੁਲਫੇ ਫਰਸਟ ਬਿਕਾਜ਼ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਗੂਗਲ ਜ਼ੁਲਫੇ ਆਈ ਡੋਨਟ ਈਵਨ ਨੋ ਹਾਟ ਆਈ ਡੋਨਟ ਈਵਨ ਨੋ ਹਾਫ ਥੀਸ ਵਰਡਸ ਹਾਟ ਸੇ ਥੈਮ ਇਨ ਇੰਗਲਿਸ਼ ਯਾ ਯਾ ਜ਼ੁਲਫ ਇਸ ਜਸਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੋ ਜ਼ੁਲਫ ਬਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਗੂਗਲ ਇਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਗੂਗਲ ਇਟ ਇਟ ਵਿਲ ਸੇ ਵਿਕ ਵਾਟ ਯਾ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਗੂਗਲ ਜ਼ੁਲਫੇ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਹੋਪ ਆਮ ਰਾਈਟ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਥਿਸ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਕਾਨ ਈਵਨ ਗੂਗਲ ਇਟ ਟੂ ਡਬਲ ਚੈੱਕ ਇਟ I have to speak in no, the no, mic. From, you're from probably you're probably wrong because you're googling on your Nokia. No, no, I this wasn't a Google a Nokia on my This wasn't a Google on my Nokia. Jeez. But yeah, is, but if you do it, if you ask asked a Pakistani guy as well what it means, he said it means wig. But every time in poetry it's referred to as I mean, like beautiful I hair. Need, right? I think we need people that actually know poetry. Mm. to help us with that. Mm. But as far as I understand it just because we are inviting very very uh well informed guests to talk about yeah uh, i invited you extraction to talk about uh what was our second topic so you know what you know what i feel like right now you know yeah. this is people say that poets like tie people to trees keep them covered us or no covered us or no yeah that's what i feel like right now because yeah. i want to read go for it go for it this is him talking about ponta sahib ponta sahib jamuna da kanda he's talking to the yamuna river next to ponta sahib i'm not going to translate this one i'm just going to say it okay sure. ਮੈਂ ਜਮਨਾ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਆ ਇਹ ਜਮਨਾ ਪਿਆਰੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਉੱਤੋਂ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਸਦਕੇ ਵਾਰੀ ਬੜੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਸੁੰਦਰ ਨੇ ਤੇਰੇ ਕਿਨਾਰੇ ਹੂੰ ਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਦੇ ਚਰਨਾ ਨੇ ਧੋਤੋ ਨਿਤਾਰੇ ਹੂੰ ਪਰ ਕਿਉਂ ਸੁੱਟ ਕਿਸਮਤ ਨੇ ਤੇਰੇ ਦੀਵਾਲੇ ਤੇਰੇ ਲਾਗੇ ਛਾਗੇ ਕਿਸਮਤ ਨੇ ਕਿਉਂ ਇਹ ਗੀਟੇ ਤੇ ਪੱਥਰ ਨੇ ਚਿੱਟੇ ਤੇ ਕਾਲੇ ਪੱਥਰ ਉਤਰ ਸਿੱਟਿਆ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਾ ਅੱਗੋਂ ਜਮਨਾ ਦਾ ਪਾਣੀ ਤੂੰ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਗੀਟੇ ਤੇ ਪੱਥਰ ਨਾ ਜਾਣੀ ਸ਼ਰਫ ਇਹ ਭਰੇ ਹੋਏ ਦਰਦਾਂ ਦੇ ਪਿਆਲੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਦੇ ਕਵੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਪਏ ਹੋਏ ਨੇ ਛਾਲੇ ਵਾਟ ਅ ਫਾਈਂਡ ਵਾਟ ਅ ਫਾਈਂਡ ਸੋ ਹਾਊ ਡਿਡ ਯੂ ਕਮ ਅਕਰੋਸ ਥਿਸ ਬੁੱਕ ਮਹਾਰਾਜਨ ਜੀ ਸਿੰਘ ਦੀ ਬਰਸੀ ਇਹ ਦਾ ਗਾਇ ਜਸ ਗੇਵ ਇਟ ਟੂ ਮੀ ਹੀ ਇਜ਼ ਲਾਈਕ ਯੂ ਲਾਈਕ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਆਈ ਬੋਟ ਅ ਬੰਚ ਬੁੱਕਸ ਐਂਡ ਇਟ ਵਾਸ ਮੋਸਟਲੀ ਬਾਈ ਉਰਦੂ ਪੋਇਟਰੀ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਹੋਨਸ ਆ ਕਨੈਕਟ ਮੋਰ ਵਿਦ ਉਰਦੂ ਪੋਇਟਰੀ ਨੋ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ This is the first one that I'm like not first one very few but this is heating hard you know yeah I'm but this is the subjects we relate yeah. to a lot more I guess yeah but it's you know this one's about Maharajit Singh then he's got written about Krishan in here as well um and there's one really sad one in here which is about you know losing uh, losing someone anyways it's good it's a good book what's it called again Sharaf Nishani everyone should read that it's really good well i mean talking about uh these rare type of finds yeah what what else do you what else have you found similar to this type of thing where it's just blown you away and you're like where did this come from in terms Recently? of punjabi punjabi sikhi stuff that type of thing well, let me read you something else this was good yeah again this is another shout out to just get it just get on fire he's on fire onu pata lag gaya na ki unne maine nabaz pehchan liya he knows ki onu ki pasand aaya right so google it on purpose no 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 onu shauk hai onu bhi shauk hai oda na shayari shuri da so this is apparently um 
poetry from the from um, the Guru's Darbar. Okay. And it's from a Darbari Ratan, that book by, I think it's my parents, I'm not, you know, I'm not, not a I'm the furthest guy from a historian. Yeah, but we'll still I'm a take you down later. Esas Dil Shonki. Yeah, but we'll still take you down uh, later. I'm yeah, st- we're still going to take you down. That's all right. Arjo, yeah. Arjo. Yeah. Man, I'm going to be on a Nokia. You're going to be taking me down on your iPhones. Yeah. I won't even see your comments. No, there are people. I have people <laughs> to take you down. It's written in Rag Jet 3 Coffee. Right. Jet 3. Hmm. Ave Jani, Ave Jani. Ave Jani, Ave Jani. Mehi Lurinda, Ave Jani. Rahau. Nice. Impact. Yeah, yeah. Ave Jani, Ave Jani. Mehi Lurinda, Ave Jani. Tain Bajo, Mira Hal Nakui. Jalan Jalea, Kari Nimani. Uttan Ban Aramna Ave. Kenu Akha, Prem Kahani. Alam Sai. Nachir lain, tand thea, meri surta samai. Samani. Samani. It's very nice. Yeah, right? So you, you have to sing the composition you made as well from right. that book. No, no, right. no, not today? No. We'll save it for later. Yeah. But he sent me another f- few things. But it's good. It's good, you know. It's good. I remember we had, what's his name on the podcast? Um, Satnam? Yeah. Satnam? Yeah, he sent me some stuff as well. Written in Punjabi in the Usut of the Guru that I'll sing as well. Like, um, I composed it so I was sitting in a composition in my head. Karada Sahib Karavich Milia. Nanua Vari Varivo. Nanua is a poet. Right. Are you pishing? Huh? Are you pishing? I mean, it's just a simple as I've even. Karada Sahib Karavich Milia. Karada Sahib Karavich Milia. Nanua. Vari Vari Karada Sahib Nice. Let's yeah. take a break. I need to. I have hay fever. So, can we do? take a one minute break? Yeah. Because I have hay fever, so I need to blow my nose. Not here, not right now. Just come one, give me 20 seconds. No, then I have to edit it, bro. Bathroom, yeah? I have to go to the bathroom. Okay. Okay. Then I have to edit it. <laughs> you make my life just once, just once. Okay, get out of here. Well, for those listening on audio, I mean, you probably would have picked it up as well, but Indabri has hay fever, which is probably corona, or as we call it down here, the rona. Props. Yeah. Props. So, actually, we've had, fif- today we found a case. There's a case here. Don't know. Yeah, today's a, but after 55 days of no cases. Yeah, but we meant to be uh, no restrictions after March 17. Well, that's for not restaurants anymore. Exactly. Because the, the guy was like, I didn't read it. I just read the headline. And it was like some hotel quarantine staff or something. And he got COVID. So it breaks the 55. I thought that was in Brisbane. No. Is it? No. No, no. That was, uh, that was a few days ago. Right. This, I, I read this today. Okay. That in Sydney there's been, or in New South Wales there's been that. Well, I hope that doesn't change anything. Because I've been looking forward to this Wednesday. <laughs> Is that whenever yeah, you Yeah, for restaurants. I yeah, mean, for yeah. restaurants, it means no more restrictions. Uh, everyone can sit. We can sit however we want. I I don't know about the check-ins. I don't think we have to do check-ins anymore and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's not. They'll probably revert back to some sort of restrictions to nip it in the bud again. It's good. It's good. They're doing a good job. Australia's done a very good job. Yeah. Yeah. Australia generally. I don't think they could do this in America. Or UK. Yeah. Obviously, it hasn't worked there, right? Their lockdowns and stuff haven't worked. Well, they all. were doing funny things with lockdown. They were like, "We're not going to lock down. We're going to lock down. We're going to lock everything down. We're going to." We are strongly against locking down. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we're going to lock down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I was like, no, just uh, you know, lick a stranger a day, and then this way COVID <laughs> would spread quickly, and yeah, uh, everyone would get herd immunity. And the next minute, they're like, you know, locks your know, whatever family members in different rooms and X, Y, and Z. I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. But Australia is good like that. Once and New Zealand's really good, but I think maybe because it's uh, small populations. Small populations. Well, I remember when it first happened. Yeah, everyone was actually really serious about it. Yeah. Uh, so when when uh, the before there were lots of cases. Yeah. There were like five thousand cases. They're yeah. like, right, we're shutting down. We're taking this seriously. Yeah. We had to shut down the restaurants for uh, and make them takeaway only, takeaway and delivery only. Yeah. And that was way before any other countries had even considered anything, the, yeah. the case numbers. Uh, but we did get the test cases. Like I think Italy went off, Spain Italy went, off. went off. Yeah, yeah, originally. Yeah. Uh, so we knew it would spread quickly if yeah. we kept everything open. Yeah. So then it was takeaway and delivery for a long time, and literally everyone was coming to get takeaway. Like uh, they were listening to the messages that they're getting from the news, which was you know sanitize, keep your distance, all this type of stuff. So everyone who walked into the restaurant would literally come in and then yeah, sanitize. Yeah. Sanitize. Yeah, uh, everyone would keep their distance. Oh, we made fun of your dad first. Yeah. Because you put sanitizers on every table? That was in February. So yeah. uh, Australia locked down in March, like yeah. late March. Yeah. Uh, and I I was in... Uh, India, we were together. We were in India together. Yeah. And then I went through uh, Dubai. Right. Uh, and when I was in Dubai, the, the guy, my cab driver was like, all the Chinese uh, shopping centers and stuff have been shut. Uh, the corona is serious here. Yeah. But it's just the Chinese uh, shopping centers and stuff, supermarkets and everything. Yeah. Nothing else is opening. Yeah. And I landed back in Australia and uh, each of the restaurant tables had a bottle of sanitizer. Yeah. And I, I said to her, I said, Dad, what's going on? He goes, oh, we got a, uh, he goes, corona. corona. And then we laughed. I told you, you yeah, laughed, yeah, I we laughed. Laugh. Well, yeah, we took, we didn't take it seriously at he all. He was so right. One, was month, so yeah, right. <laughs> one month later, yeah. yeah, lockdown. But yeah, anyway, everyone took it very seriously. And then people who aren't from Australia who are listening, which is probably maybe one person, yeah. uh, our one person fan base. No, 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 just here to listen because he's got a shout out. Okay, sure. So I'll tell him to listen. So that's one person. Okay, overseas. so the one, yeah, this one overseas person should know that we did JobKeeper. <laughs> yeah. We did JobKeeper, which was anyone who worked for one year, uh, worked for you for one year and was an Australian resident, got 700. The, the government paid the employee 750 bucks a week, which you would then pass on to the, uh, sorry, they gave the it to the employer. employer. Yeah, yeah, they gave it to the employer and that had to be passed on to the employee, yeah. uh, so regardless of whether you're working money. or not. It's a decent amount of money. 750 bucks yeah. a week is like minimum wage Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's like, it's not like dole. It's not like, it's so like we did that. Money. As a as a restaurant business, we got uh, $10,000 from the federal government. Yeah. We got $3,000 from the state government yeah. at a separate point. Uh, JobKeeper's running till March. Yeah. And then there are all these loan things from the banks as well. So the right. bank gave out loans to small, medium enterprises up to like $250,000, yeah. which were like half backed by the government and stuff. Uh, yeah. For that, and now because JobKeeper's ending, they're doing another loan. You can you can apply for another loan as a business, which you can pay, which you can use to pay off the previous one that yeah. you would have taken it last year, uh, which is eighty percent government backed. Yeah. So the banks will give you the money. Yeah. How do we get onto this tangent? I don't know. This has something to do with hand sanitizer? Your dad? Yeah, my dad. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah we're talking about dad a lot today. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. He's probably sitting at home just like Satisfied. sneezing, sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> is it sneezing or hiccuping? Sneezing, I've heard. Hic- hiccuping. Is that a word? Hiccups. Hiccups. Yeah, hiccups. he's got hiccups. I thought it was hiccups. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, it's all right. We'll get thrashed in the comments. Okay. Yeah, true. You idiots. <laughs> Don't you know the difference? <laughs> yeah. 
ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਖੰਗ ਜਿੱਚਕੀਆਂ ਚ ਫਰਕ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਪਤਾ ਜੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਇੱਥੇ ਪੜੇ ਲਿਖੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਤਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਅੱਧ ਦੀ ਗਲਤੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਜੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਇੰਗਲਿਸ਼ ਆਉਂਦੀ ਯਾ ਐਨੀਵੇ ਕੈਨ ਯੂ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਥੈਟਸ ਰੀਲੀ ਡਿਸਟਰਬਿੰਗ ਮੀ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਯੂਐਸਈ ਥਿੰਗ ਥੈਟ ਹੈਪਨ ਟੁਡੇ ਮੁੜਾਫ because it's one, one it's one that's it that's it that's why like the, everything else is a team sport yeah most is a team sport and with this at the end of the day it's the one guy and his teachers yeah but you don't you don't verse anyone in music and music no you anymore. don't verse anyone no but so you verse how? yourself you verse yourself which is what these guys do they don't verse people they don't verse people at the end of the day they're versing themselves and they get to test it out with other people dance partners you know you know versing people um you're versing yourself you're just trying to get better in the gym every day blah 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 the other thing is i have immense respect for the amount of disciplines that come in to the one sport mm. for a bas- good basketball player mm. strength and conditioning is in everything mm. everyone's going to be fit everyone's going to be athletic if you're doing professional sports but basketball is basketball right you're a basketball player but the mma these guys will be like you know back black belt in striking which is like in its own an achievement that needs to be Uh, respected and then there'll be like a black belt in jujitsu and then there'll be like really high level wrestlers you know what i mean they just layers on layers on layers of ec- gaining expertise in different fields and then you have to stitch it all together which you know i, I find i respect that a lot that's a hard thing to do ek cheez karni okhi hai agle these guys are like you know like what's his name the guy who just fought um McGregor Poirier the guy's a black belt in jiu-jitsu and he's known for his boxing just think about that for a second you right. go to a boxing gym right now it'll take you 15 years 20 years to just to become like a a solid boxer you won't be his level you know these guys are professionals and then at the same time if you're training full time it'll take you 10 15 years to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu he's got both and he's 30 and he's got many other skills like wrestling and x y and z people don't know that yeah especially uh people that don't know they don't respect it they like they think they in the early days it was treated as a like cockfighting you're right they were like oh these these guys are just fighting in a cage they had no idea yeah. what goes into it but it, it does feel like it's become more uh advanced in that way over time as well it's good. no it was to, it well was, i remember to begin with yeah. there was the wwf guy who came into it no no uh, that's not to begin with to begin with it started in the 90s right right and basically it was the gracie family or like the jiu jitsu guys and they one of their people one of the family members he would it, would, it was a spectacle because he would walk in and with his hands up just just to kind of block the punches and take the guy down and doesn't matter how there was no size limit so the guy would be huge and this guy would be tiny yeah doesn't matter what you were this guy other guys would be jacked and crazy strikers it didn't matter because once you got to the ground this guy would choke you out or broke break your limbs arm bar or knee bar or something and that's where it started so it started from a very technical it was always very technical in that sense that let's see what works 
and it had to be technical because you, these guys would come in and look like beasts, yeah. be crazy aggressive and really good strikers, and they'd go in and they get smashed by this seems to be skinny, but he's strong. Jiu-jitsu guy. But it must have been like late 90s, early 2000s when I was watching WWE or WWF. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. There was a guy, there's a guy. Brock something, Lesnar? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. That guy, yeah. Because he's a mad wrestler. Like not, not WWE wrestling, as yeah. in Kushti wrestling. Right, yeah. Because he came into that thing and he was meant to be like this massive guy. He's intimidated everyone. Yeah. But apparently he did beat, crap. He did. He's pretty good. He's pretty he? good. But right. he, he did get beat by the, like, oh, I forgot his name. I don't want to say his name. I think it's Kane. Kane. But he got beat by one of the guys who doesn't look jacked. Right. But he has a skill set. That's what people don't understand. So that's the thing with this sport, you know. I like, I like it for that reason. Everything comes together, and it has to come together. Same thing with, with music. Uh, it's one person. At the end, that's why I liked, you know, when you watch the stories of these people and they're speaking about it. There's a lot of parallels. People don't want to draw those parallels because they don't have respect for martial arts like they should. Right. Like, what do you think? I don't know. It's silly. These guys, um, that aren't drawing the the parallels, like Baba Deep Singh Ji was. X, Y, and Z, and he'd have this huge kanda. All right, okay, just hold your horses for, for half a second. Yeah. Do you think he was lying on bed, and then he'd wake up, and then uh, do part, and then lie back on bed, and the day of war, he would pick up a kanda and walk out? Right. It's absurd. So at the same time, he was doing, um, you know, the kind of more typically religious duties, such as, you know, part, bhakti, puja, writing, um, Guru Granth Sahib Ji, Surup, and calligraphy, X, Y, and Z, these things. He was doing the things that are also part of our taram, which aren't mainstream in other tarams, which is things like exercise, things like martial arts, testing. There's so much kushti now. I can't wait. I'm gonna, when I get a little bit better, when I get a little bit, a bit better at grappling. You're turning into a Pailwan. Huh? I'm not, I'm not trying to turn into a Pailwan, but I'm going to go to India. I'm going to take someone, some of the boys that are doing it with me. I'll see who's keen. I haven't told them this yet. You can do the Indian squat, Indian, yes. uh, Indian push-ups. No Indian push-ups. I'm going to go to India. I'm going to find an Akhara. Just live there for a week or two weeks. Mm. Just live like them. Do kushti with them. Kind of get used to it. You're going to have to wash your hair a lot. Oh, You're going to have to wash your daddy a lot. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. But you know, that part of uh, our culture, our people, like mm. Ulam Ali Khan was a, was a wrestler. Kushti got this. Mm. Or these in modern day Vidali brothers, especially from Punjab, when they come from Punjab. Well, Haripal Jarasio was from a Belwan family. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, and his family made fun of him for choosing music over this and stuff. Yeah, but he did. So it. Yeah. these people, it's silly to think that these two worlds don't um, intercept. They do. They do. It's probably a thing with mastery generally, like even with food as well. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe the Western audience has come to understand it much better. Yeah. But with the with the Indian audience and then particularly the Punjabi audience, yeah. it's very hard to convince them of artistry in anything. Yeah. Uh, so if they see Kushti, yeah. they see the fight yeah. and they see that one guy jumped on the other guy, they'll give them advice like, oh, you're not going to die, you're not going to you know, whatever something. Kenchi, Kenchi, Kenchi. So they're very quick to say that, but yeah. the, the work, the effort, uh, the amount of, uh, you know, just background that went into making that thing, yeah. uh, is hardly ever recognized. Yeah. And I find that a lot with... Uh, this is one, I have to explain that to my mom and dad as well. And they don't see it in anything. You're saying with food, yeah. Definitely, they don't see it in food. That's something you eat. Yeah, well, I mean, especially like when I create new menus for seasonal menus, lavender and stuff. Yeah. Uh, someone will come in and be like, oh, that was really expensive. 
yeah. uh, or it's an expensive meal or this dish was really expensive. But literally sometimes it takes me like more than a year to put the idea together, put the menu. You get to see it, right? Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. to see, I tell you like three times a year or four times a year, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm out, you know, like I'm, I can't be, you can't talk to me much. Yeah, yeah. I won't answer your you're calls. Just, you're just into that, yeah, building that menu. Yeah. So the, you, you, you look at it, you look at it, it's expensive, it's like this, it's that. You taste it and you go, yeah, this was tasty. Yeah. But it takes a fair bit of work, which is goes unrecognized a lot. Yeah. Most of the time, I, I assume. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. I, f- I find it more with the Punjabi audience yeah. than with the uh, than the Western audience. Western people, yeah. like, yeah. like my whole idea, right? Yeah, so the, the menu I'm doing now, by example, is Punjabi village. Right? Yeah. And the idea is, is you, uh, you come into the restaurant, it's going to be a lot of people who are Australian as well. Yeah. And then people from all over the world, tourists and things. Yeah. The idea is what I want, I want to give them a taste of Punjab, yeah. obviously. So that means chole bature, sarasong ka saag. Yeah. Dal makhani, all this type of stuff. Uh, the tandoori what items. Sarsong ka saag? Sarsong ka saag. Sarsong da saag. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. But anyway. Is it a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Sarsong ka saag. I don't even say sarsong. I just say saag. That's saag. what we eat at home. That's just saag. I had a saag, yeah. I had saag yesterday. It was good. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, so that if you if you look at that from the perspective of this is the stuff we eat all the time and this is the stuff that we eat for street food, yeah. then you look at it and you go, that's expensive. Yeah. But if you look at the idea the the idea that it's an experience, you're meant to come here and you're meant to taste. Like you know, you take a tasting menu, you get the sag, you yeah. get the chole bature, you get the dal makhani, yeah. you get the tandoori stuff to start, you get all that type of thing. Yeah. It's an experience, and other people come into that and they go, wow, this is incredible. I feel yeah. like I got a piece of Punjab. Or with the Shah Jahan menu where you get yeah. a piece of Shah Jahan and you go. But that will go, that won't get any respect. No, they'll just walk in and be like, okay, why are you bringing these piecemeal? You know, put char roti there. Yeah. Yeah, and it should be, it should cost this much. Yeah. Is generally the idea. Yeah. People, you know what, I sent, I sent mom and dad to this, you know, Indian accent? Indian, Indian accent? accent. Which one? In India? India. India in India, one. right, okay. India one. So Indian accent is, for those that don't know, this really good restaurant in India. And it's like fine dining, blah, blah, blah. So the one that I went to is in Delhi. You went to the New York one as well, right? New York? Uh, London, no, London. London. Is there one in New York? Yes, there is. Yeah, there is There's right? three. Yeah. So we, we went to the Delhi one. And I sent mom and dad there after Kieran and I went. And they came back and they're like, what? that was an experience. It's like, yeah, that's what food is. It can be. Mm, mm. It can be. Like... Uh, they're just not used to, okay, they bought this thing out and the menu is designed. So you have this. Okay, then you need to cleanse your palate with this. Okay, what the hell is that? Mm. So they did that. Then the next thing comes out. Oh, we didn't think, we didn't think this could taste like this. What the hell? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they don't know that. So I guess, I mean, this is, maybe we, we sound spoiled, but at the end of the day, we have to recognize that we are way more privileged than they are in that sense. Yeah. So we, we can afford to do that and afford to have those. They can't. So to them, a lot of the times, roti is roti. It's mm. for sustenance. Mm. You know, we, we, I don't know. You probably hear it as well. I'm sure you hear it. I hear it all the time. Be, uh, I heard it three days ago. I was eating an apple and mom's like, mm. You know, we didn't mm. have apples to eat. They come from a different time. And because of what they have done, then we're at this point where we can experience all this all these things the finer things in life um, but I feel like when they went to that after that they've been keen right they were keen on food they right. saw food as something it's just that no one had shown them something right. they could if you take them to a random gourd or find out anything they'll be like what, what am I eating yeah it's, you have to start you have kind to start dissy yeah. yeah start dissy you know so when they saw that dissy they're like okay why is how is this uh, weird thing that I have it's still the same as chole uh, what's it called golgape 
but it, the, all the ingredients are different. But it yeah. tastes the same. But it tastes yeah. different. Yeah. And I feel it. I feel different after eating it. Right. And I, they appreciate it. They, they had no problems about the money or anything like that. They were just like, that was worth it. The experience right. was worth it. So I feel like they can do it. Yeah. But they have to be taken on that journey, which you probably will have to do. You should think about that. You should think about that. Not just with your parents. Yeah. But with your... Generally. Uh, generally. Because I did this thing recently, um, which Kieran told me to do. This behind the scenes video. Did you, I don't know if you saw it. I did, I did. Yeah. Uh, about the uh, Shabbat. Shabbat, yeah. yeah. This, um, I sang Basant and Bahar. And for those that are like, I think you know I was like terribly sick. I had chale all over my gala. Yeah. So I, I could not sing at all. But I had committed to sing. So I was like, I'm just going to sing it. So I just sang with it in terrible condition. But that aside, I did a little behind the scenes thing. Describing how... I make a composition. I'll, I'll approach, a comp- approach a composition. And it was it was interesting. There was a lot of people commenting and messaging me separately so saying, look, we really appreciate this insight. And that was, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's nice to hear people say. Um, but then there was this other group of people that would message and say things like, this is really good, you know, good job. And this is how Kirtan should be. This is how Ra Kirtan should be. So, uh, good you know they're coming from a good place that's nice but everything i sing is like that right right everything i sing is like that okay for me that composition that we just read now when i when i compose that i'm going to think about the lyrics mm. now it's not that like i'm going to think about these lyrics more or less than gurbani lyrics for me as a musician i'm going to give weight to everything i sing mm. and all compositions have that uh, thinking process behind them, but people don't realize that. So I'm like, you know what? Everything I've sung has been thought out like this in a similar fashion. Actually, yep. I've omitted a lot of details just to make the behind the scenes a little bit crisp and short yep. so you can, it can be digestible. But uh, they don't know that. So to bring them on that journey helps them understand key, why is a composition made this way? Why is it? And I feel like a lot of people got an insight. And I got some really nice messages of people that didn't know and now got that insight. They're like, okay, wow, we just didn't know that this is how this is how much thought can go into a composition. You don't just get on and do vocal acrobatics and get off. Right. And I think I think you should think about that. Well I people mean people don't know until they until they know. Well, I mean, it's it's very easy to do. Like I said, it's much easier to do with Western audience, maybe because they're used to like the fine dining concept or trying different things, being open minded. Yeah. But by example, if you if you we fed our parents something Gujarati, yeah. by example, and we put it on the, uh, you know, and we say okay, if you Gujarati, feed me something Gujarati, I'm not looking at any art in that, my friend. My point. Dokla. This no 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 not, no, not Dokla. I'm talking Dokla, about Dokla needs to be throw. Okay, let's pretend. Let's pretend for a second that the earth is flat. <laughs> if you need to go to the, yeah. No, no, no. The earth is flat. Just pretend for a second the mm-hmm. earth is flat. Mm-hmm. You need to take all the dokla in the world, put it in a dump truck, t- okay, and throw it off the edge. Okay. No one needs that. Well, I wasn't talking no about. I that. wasn't talking about dokla. I don't particularly like it either. But uh, I'm talking about their main. Some of their main courses are sweet, right? right? And uh, a lot of the food is sweet. They put right. a lot of sugar in their in their curry items. Yeah. And the thing is, no matter, almost no matter what you, how much I explain to you yeah. like Punjabi person I say this is the artistry behind it this is how it's made it is going to be sweet you will not enjoy, you will just say no that's true but yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I get that, it but same thing with rag like if the guy that doesn't if someone doesn't like rag they're not going to like the composition just because I'm explaining it but there's a lot of people that are open 
to that journey and understanding it. Yeah. But you have to bring them with you. Yeah. You have to bring them with you. There's a great book on this as well uh, called Farah. Uh, do the work. Do the work. No, it's not called Do the Work. Maybe it's called Do the Work. Small book, and it talks about this. It's just you need to. People don't know until they know. Yeah. People just don't know until they know. You need to share this with them. So it's true. If you don't like Gujarati, it doesn't matter how much you tell me about Gujarati. Food. Yeah. I might actually try it if it's got this whole thing. But see, it. but you see, that's that's my conundrum here because a lot of the time when when you're talking about North Indian history and North Indian food, uh, you're talking Mughalai, right? Yeah. And Mughalai food. Uh, the origins of it are Uzbekistani, obviously, like yeah. you know, summer kind of that type of stuff. And what what are their bases made from? They're made from raw mangoes. Uh, there's lots of dry fruits. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of saffron. So a lot of this stuff is not to the typical North Indian taste of today. Uh, and I, you know, I like I, there are heaps of people who come in, and you know, there are heaps of you know Indian people who come in as well, and they or North uh, maybe I should say subcontinent uh, because it applies to all of us uh, who come in and they really appreciate the experience and they have and they enjoy it and they might eat it. Uh, but because it's not that to their palate exactly, uh, they might. Yeah. I don't. I don't like. I guess I don't have a hundred percent. Like I can. I see where you're coming from too. Yeah. But I have. I guess just a little bit of criticism, or just a little bit of like you know, I don't like this. I don't like that. Yeah. Because it's taste buds. yeah. It's after taste buds. after putting in so much effort into something, yeah, yeah. it kind of just. <laughs> it hurts. I guess. It hurts a <laughs> just a bit. But you have tasting men. Yeah, not tasting. You have seasonal menus. Seasonal. Exactly. So you're not designing something for a guy to come in every week and have it like a shaipani. I'm not. But right? if someone comes in and has the. Go on Portuguese menu, yeah, and decides I don't like. In restaurants, you don't get a chance. Yeah. You don't get a second chance. Very rarely you will. Right. So if someone comes That's in, particularly true. during the oh, per okay. se Gujarati menu, yeah, right, that means you have to keep you have to storytell all the time, I, which means. I do. Yeah, yeah. but it, I, it does. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. At yeah, the end true. of the yeah, <laughs> but I, uh, musically that applies as well. Like we yeah, have the same trouble. We, we have the same uh, issue sometimes with with music. Like how many times have you been told by people? Like you'll go through all this behind the scenes stuff. You'll do the you'll do your rag music. You do all that type of stuff. At the end of the day, someone will come along and say, "Baji, tu sina what what ek gana uh, what, what, album what's kado album album kado uh, what's the other thing? Tu si thoda light record to keep get people on board and this type of stuff. You get it all the time. Yeah. And that, and I feel like that's a that's a disrespect to the artistry of it, or a, or a not recognizing how difficult or how much time you put into what yeah. you like doing took. Yeah, but I don't think you can expect that from everyone. It's it's the fault isn't on the faults on you for expecting that from people. If that makes sense, there's enough there's enough people that, like the world's not zero sum. You know, like mm. if if someone goes to, I know it's, it feels like that, but if if someone likes my music. It doesn't mean I take away audience from another person. Or if someone likes someone else's light music, doesn't mean they take audience away from me. So I think that mindset's important to have the mindset that the world isn't zero sum. It doesn't need to add up to zero. Mm. That it can give and take. So if you have the mindset that I'm losing these people, it's fine. There's enough people in the world, mm. and you don't need those people because they're not interested in that product anyway. Mm. They need to go. To what they're interested, in. and there's an artist sitting on that side that needs them. Who can entertain them? Who can entertain that? There's an artist sitting on that side mm. that that you know. There's people that sing light. They're they're artists. They're sitting on the other side that need those people. Mm. I need these people, you know. And same thing with your food, you know. Like, there's people sitting on the other side that just want a really bad samosa. That's been sitting in the cabinet. Have you seen those like, pastries? And when you go to India, that yeah. sit there. Yeah. Like, yeah. People buy them. Yeah, yeah. Or and the sandwiches like that they just have plastic inside them. Mm. 
and you're eating plastic. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's people for everyone. And that, having that mindset's really helped me with my art. It's like, it's all right. There's mm. enough people around the world. So that, that gives you an open mindset. That then from that perspective you can promote everyone. Okay, be obi vadiya gaareya, obi vadiya vajaareya. Ka apni mehnat kari jao, mere kol jede jede bande mainu pasand karenge, that's good. That's mm. fine. But I don't have to, and this is this is it's bad like in especially in music and most on kirtan you see that they 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 will be like closed off. Tabla plays a lot like that as well. It's like okay, no no, can't promote this guy, can't promote this guy mm. because then it, but that's a, such a petty way of thinking. I think the the problem lies w- with you if you expect everyone to connect with that. You tell the story, they might come, they'll listen or they'll taste whatever once and then they can be off. That's fine. Next time you tell another story, if it intrigues them they'll come, if it doesn't, that's fine. That's how I look at it. And uh what about the blood players? <laughs> the blood players are interesting. <laughs> well, what about them? They're tell, just interesting. They're just interesting, you know. That's interesting. What what do you mean close minded though? What did yeah. you mean by that? Not by tabla players generally, but what about uh uh just people? What do you mean close minded? Artists artists are close minded. Well, artists don't have a zero sum approach. Like I mean, this is anything with me. I had to develop that thinking. It's not like I I, I was always, I always had that thinking. I had, I had to develop it enough to still foster it. You have to keep remembering. It's all right. It's not a zero sum game. It's not a zero sum game. Life's not zero sum. You know, if people like your music they like it if they like someone else's music you should be spreading everyone's work um and not being petty about maybe that takes away from my work i don't know and uh, what's the point of being closed-minded and what's the point of what you're doing is right because there's the, there's a fine line between that two words there right someone someone might take your thinking or you refusing to do something as you being closed-minded yeah and then there's a point where you where you could say okay this person is specialized in this and that's great yeah what's the point What do you I don't know, I don't understand what you say. Cuz some sometimes you if you if you say okay I'm not going to do this, right? Yeah. Or I'm not going to do this piece of music or this is the music I sing uh and this is what the people who enjoy it will enjoy it yeah. and the people who don't don't, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying. But yeah. th- you could see that you could read that as close-minded as well. Yeah. Well, by people that weren't going to that's the thing you're not you're not sitting there to bring everyone in. Right. There's people that already dialed into your into your wavelengths. And Okay, I'm not going to go to my Gwandi's house and be like, you don't want to make a podcast. Right. Because I need to give everyone equal opportunity in this podcast. And tomorrow you're going to be like, okay, I need to replace him for today because... Why? Why? Right. Why? But in terms of restauranting, you don't think like, for example, you need to impress nine and a half out of ten people, right? You need to be... You, you would think... I think it's different. I think Lavendra, right. which is your fine dining yeah. one, You do. Uh, you don't. You don't. Okay. You don't. I think Grace of India, which is your for those that don't know, you have three restaurants. Grace of India is a restaurant that is the desi restaurant. You know, that's where mm. you go for your paneer, dal, whatever, naan, whatever. Your normal Indian restaurant is your Grace of India. That's where you need to express uh, um what's it called? Not express. Impress 9 out of 10 people. Right. Lavendra is a different. That's a storytelling restaurant. You don't need to. Right. You don't need to. I think that's that's the difference. You get it, you get it. You enjoy the experience. You come back. Yeah, you don't people that are coming there in the first place are coming for experience. Yeah. Not did parana niare. Matter parana na. That's why it doesn't matter what you have on the menu, you need to pull out the paneer yeah. at the end of it. Yeah. At the end as a full stop, you want to be yeah. like it. There's a man beer section in each uh, cool room yeah. in each yeah. of the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for you. Yeah. Anyways. Or what's new? Should we do huh? these questions? Huh? Questions? Should we do questions? Is yeah. there anything interesting? 
a lot of stuff now isn't like a lot of stuff now is the point which I was coming to almost. like by example but that being said I would much rather listen to the mere man pardesi that you sang yeah uh, that Malcolm. that has its like yeah malcons that has its own thing like it's you a unique bandish yeah you don't have a what's it called a structure like that yeah so i would rather so hear not, that yeah, but yeah. i don't mind that yeah so the, that, that's what's interesting when you can tell with the kirtan that bandish that you're talking about that i sang it's in malcons and that's old mere man pardesi re yaade mere man pardesi then as it hai Abu kare, abu kare, abu kare. So saying, "Aao kare, aao kare, mere kar aaja." Yeah. But normal Malcolm's like you said, he says, "Tera, tera, 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 tera." Yeah. Some, some, some here and there you can hear um, changing. But in Kirtan, you know what? I'll show you one dish. Um, you know, I sang Asavri, uh, Asavri, ke lo jompri sika earlier with the um, the one. Kare. ंदिश and i haven't seen this structure i think you've heard this i haven't showed you it in japtal sun yaar hamare sajan ek karu compositions that i've seen again this is the same thing where it's not a zero something mm. it's not a zero something people like it more power to them and 
I don't connect with them, so I'm not part of that audience. Mm. But I don't have to be, and they don't have to be part of my audience. Yeah. So it's not zero sum. Um, but what I find a lot times those compositions is that it's it almost feels like it's just almost computer generated. This mm. is the aru and this is the avro. These are the words, mm. and this is the tal. Let's just see what comes up. And so uh, a lot of that rag essence, the tat, or what the rag is. Or what the rag's soul or spirit is, is lost in the aru and avro. If you just look at the compositions, so if I just go, I don't know, I'm thinking this top of my head, but if I just go, it's got nothing to do with jampuri. Yeah, yeah. But it's jampuri technically. Yeah. But you would not say it's jampuri. So a lot of times you see this kind of stuff happening where they're taking the aru avro and and uh, the shabad put on top of it and take any tal. You know, sometimes. Sometimes styles are changed for no reason, you know. Sometimes it's like, okay, this is six and a half beats or seven and a half beats, or this is nine beats or this is eleven beats. Where it doesn't need to be, mm-hmm. doesn't need to be, mm. um, and that kind of stuff is happening now more. I feel like, whereas you don't need to do that. If it's a nine beats, maybe that composition sits better in Japtal. Mm. Maybe it's and you're just shortening trying to be fancy. Trying to be fancy. So that stuff's happening a lot now because you're not looking at the value of the composition, the rag, X, Y, and Z through talim, the lens of talim. You're looking at it through the lens of um, what's it, like technicalities and uh, what I don't know semantics. That's a better right. word. Semantic. Okay, this this line up with this that kind of thing. You know, like a lot of example, people, a lot of people that come through were taught that way though as well. Exactly, that's, that's the problem. That's the reason. Like you know, the bandish that I sang once, I sang it in Japtal. I heard it in. Um, I heard it in nine beats, and I felt it f- fits better in Japtal. But look at this old bandish in Asa. He goes, Shukane hora. Like that. Asa. Shukane hora. Saki saheri. Chu. No matra. Nice. Yeah. It fits like it's yeah. meant to be. Yeah, yeah. Paramagaya Pirasang Meri Chukane Hora Sakisa. Aha. Nine beats. Agreed. So there's no need for that to be in ten or eight. Right. It's nine. It's made for nine. So that's, I feel like, happening a lot now, where for the composition, for the sake of composition, complexity for the sake of complexity, not in the right ways, in the wrong ways. <laughs> but a lot of the old bandishes we, we've heard yeah. and sung as well, yeah. and uh, just generally, just, I, I don't know how everyone listening will perceive it, but a lot of them have been more flexible in terms of rag as well. Oh, look, yeah. at, look at a lot of the kandadas and stuff that we, uh, especially for me, because that's the branch I like yeah. the most, but a lot of them are very flexible. Yeah, in terms of their, they the seem to be rag. more open about it. Yeah, they're very happy to put in a you know a shuddha in a in a darbari somewhere in a yeah. darbari part or a komalda in a you know a Nike part. Yeah, which is I, I don't I don't know what's the the result with that is they just do what what kind of sounded nice in the rag as well. Like I what think it, once you once you uh, reach a level of uh, mastery, then. This stuff comes with it. The, the abstract uh, starts see, to seem entertaining. Yeah. 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 Well, right. th- these uh, UFC is a good example now. Right. So a guy learns his whole life how to throw a punch or in jiu-jitsu how to control a position and a choke or this. Uh, but when they reach levels of mastery, then they do things that people haven't seen before. Mm. Okay, wait, wait. You're not meant to 
get to a choke like that. Mm. How do you, oh, I'll give you an example. This last weekend there was a fight where, you know, Khabib, Khabib, Khabib's like this crazy grappler for those that aren't listening, one of the greatest of all times. And he, his kind of friend slash brother kind of guy, Islam, his name's Islam, he fought. These guys are crazy wrestlers from the mountains of Dagestan. These guys are wild people. Dagestan, different kind of, Dagestan. different kind of strength. Because again, Dagestan. 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 And, uh, he f- he fought this guy, this American guy called Drew Dober, and they're fighting, 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 and then he gets him on the ground, and he starts applying this choke, and that's not meant to be a choke. What he's doing, because you know f- he was trying to have this thing called head and arm choke, where you get the he- arm in one side, and then you get your head on the other side, and your body has to shift, blah blah blah. And so he's doing this choke, but he doesn't actually put his body where it's supposed to be for the choke to be applied. Just by his strength and his skills and the pressure, he choked out the guy uh, because he fatigued him early and he right. choked him out through his expertise. That would never be taught in a gym. Right. It's like, this is not how you choke. The choke won't go on. The guy will not feel the choke enough to tap or lose the bout or whatever. But when you, leave level, when you reach levels of mastery, you can sway from that a little bit yeah. and that's accepted. Yeah, because you make it work, because and you, you make you make it sound good too. You make of it course, sound yeah. good, but when you start doing that day one, uh, the yeah. day one, the guys at the gym and they're like, "Oh, this way you do a hard and arm choke, you do this," and the guy's like, "No, no, I saw the you know yeah. whatever is, the guy's name is Islam. Islam do this on the UFC. I'm gonna do it." Like, no, 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 you're not gonna do that. Mm. He has muscles that, you know, his forearms have their own biceps. because he's been training <laughs> yeah. in a certain way, whatever. So it's the same thing. It's like okay, I hear an ustad. Hit a shudni in Adana. I want to do that too. All right, fine, do it. But it's going to yeah. sound good. You're not going to be able to pull it <laughs> off the same way. Exactly. So the same kind of thing happens. So those compositions, we have them and they have those touches throughout. Like this Asa Bandisha sang has a solid Komal Ni. Which won't happen now. Which won't happen now. In the modern day compositions. But it should be there. Look at, look at the way it's put in. And look you're big on that as well. You're big on the world of be a bit more technically I mean artistry is always there and enjoy yeah. the artistry but you have to you have to reach this technical before that comes level in. before you start yeah otherwise it's just hodgepodge yeah. you hear that all the time it's hodgepodge what's next and your lights on uh, next your is flash. I'm trying to figure this this what happens when you don't keep an, oh there we go <laughs> just trying to figure out how to turn the torch off Oh, da, 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 da. some guy just said I don't even know what he wants yeah good yeah, good I for cannot, you bro yeah, I can't uh, yeah Okay. I don't know if you just wanted me to. That. I don't know if you just wanted me to read that. You got to mention. But, yeah, you got to mention. You got to mention. But we don't have enough followers for that to be meaningful. But I'll <laughs> say it again for you, my friend. And I would have no idea. Yeah. either. I have nothing to count. Then this is the most important question: When are you getting married? Never. Seriously? Maybe. What does that mean? Next year. A job, or When are you getting married? Sometime. Alright. You're getting visibly uncomfortable. I can see it. Your face is changing. Is, is my uh, is my thing not showing it? My uh-huh. can you see through my sunglasses? What can you your see atru? my eyes? Your, yeah, yeah, you're through. Yeah, I did cry. Yeah, right. but the answer is indefinite. Some point in my life, <laughs> but not soon. Uh, difference between Drupa and Cal X Y and Z. When is Cal? So you know what I'll do for this kind. Of, there's a few of those uh, about Drupa and Cal and when Cal came into Keith and. Maybe I'll get Kiritan. Yeah. To talk about. I'll get we someone else. We should give on. a small little. We'll get, we'll, uh, it's better if that happens with, with him, because he studies in from that angle, from a historical perspective. But uh, you know what you can talk about yeah. in that question is what do you think of, the the world of, Drupad Kiritan or, uh, K 
Kyal Gita? Like, what are your general thoughts on it? Like, what do you do? You not like one? Do you like one? No, I do like you, it. I like. Do you I, think there's a space for both of them? Do you think that if you're doing like what? If you're doing Gita, you need to. There needs to be everything. Everything needs to exist in there. You know, you need to sing a bandish like this, the one that I was just singing. Uh, the Sunna Sajan, bilkul holy jaake. And then from that, you need to be able to go to a bandish like my uh, that one, which yep. is fast pace or medium tempo, something like that. And then from that, you need to be able to go to another old composition. So um, like, jithe jaye bahiye bhala kahiye amrit You need to be able to do that. Mm. These all coexist. So that's why the art form is much deeper than than other musical traditions, because they all exist. They all exist. So uh, you can't say one or the other. You, I mean, it's, as you, as an artist, you can decide. Okay, I'm going to sing Kal. I'm going to sing Dupa, etc. But uh, these all exist, and you should be practicing or doing all of them, in my opinion. And I try to at least have that in your repertoire or in your practice. All of them exist. But here, then, fill in the blanks. Here, <coughs> huh? It'll be fun for Kirith to fill in the blanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you meet him next, historical perspective. Best experiences with your stars. I just lost one, so I'm a bit raw on this one. Oh, you talk about that? No, that's right. No, that's right. I think I think that I think that teacher like uh, we're talking about uh, Ustad Badev Narang. Yeah. Or Pandit Badev Narang. I think he went by. No, he went both. He, went he got both. Professor as well. Doctor yeah. Sab. Doctor Sab. Yeah. So I never met him. What? I never met him. What? We only spoke over the phone a couple of times. Okay, I thought you met him. No, no, oh. that was only on his on uh, his insistence too. So you were like, yeah, I have a friend who learns with me as well and he enjoys music, and he was like, chal la fonte. He was that type of personality, oh. right? Well, you don't get that. You don't get that otherwise. But the couple of things I remember from him, uh, I remember he had a solid, solid bass. He had the best komalda komalga in the mother mother for the body that could ever exist. Wild. Yeah, wild. Like shake the room. I'm telling you, six people couldn't say sa like that one. Now this sounds like exaggeration, you know. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Jada chale gaya, you yeah. know. It's it's true. It's true. I'm not saying it about his star sabda. Yeah. I'm saying about his mandar sabda. I'm being honest. Yeah. The guy would say sa. So uh, the reason I'm clarifying is just trust me on this. Yeah. I'm not lying. He would say sa, and there'll be six people going sa. And you you couldn't hear your own, your own voice, right? Because his bass was resonating. Oh my god, yeah. he was you know his mandar sabtak, yeah, and his sa was strong. So that's one of the things I know about him. The other thing I know is he sang darbari all the time, yeah. which obviously appeals to me. Darbari all the time, all Malkos the time, all the time. Darbari, darbari malkons. So that was, I mean, I'm talking about this was believe uh, here. And yeah. sometimes, but yeah. yeah. And I also remember that you were telling me that you can never start a recording, like play a recording to him, uh, a long recording, because it means that if it starts, like if you play something to begin with, he's going to listen to the entire thing yeah. rather than snippets. Yeah, no, and no. if you didn't want to be there for one and a half hours for a one and a half hour you know, recording that you're playing, yeah. then you've made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so no, he would do that. He had these, like a prized collection of cassettes of Ustaz Salamat Ali Khan Sahib, who was his teacher, one of his teachers. He learned from his dad. I think his name was Kesar Chand, Ustaz Kesar Chand. And then he learned from Ustaz Salamat Ali Khan Sahib as well. So he had cassettes of him. He had a few things that were prized to him. 
Arun had it here. I had it here yesterday. One was Swalin, which he would eat Swalin, all the time. Yeah. And I don't even... I was going to get to that. I don't yeah. even eat it. I just have it around because it just reminds me of him. Right. It reminds me of him. And Swalin, he'd have Swalin, which is like this little remedy thing, this remedy thing that people have for, for your voice. Then he would have this little uh, photo book of photos of his photos with Ustads. Right. Which was priced. It, mean, it meant a lot to him. Like to look through. So we'd flip through it all the time. And we're like, this is me with him, this is me with Ustad, Shaf- uh, Ustad Salamat Ali Khan Sahib, this is me, et cetera, et cetera. And then he had these cassettes, which I already said. These, you know, a few things he always had. But if you put a cassette on, if you put anything on, that's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, he, I think out of a lot of the teachers, he's the one that you, he was most, I guess, maybe the most fatherly in a sense, or like yeah. the most loving in a sense yeah. in that in that yeah. way. Like the yeah. the way he expressed himself and yeah. the way he'd... Uh, yeah, it hurt. Like when, when I lost him, it hurt. I, I just, it hurt. Uh, yeah, I came down, I was just like, here, and like, I'd, I don't know, you just, because I haven't spoken to him in a, in a while. Yeah. But it didn't matter, you know? It didn't matter. Because there's a few, there's two teachers that I've had that are like that. The other one's also a Punjabi. So mm. both Punjabis have had that impact mm. on me. And I've had many teachers. But he was like, he he had that impact. which And I made a little post describing it as well. It was like, uh, you know, he taught you life. Through me, it wasn't about music mm. with him. Oh yeah, music was there. You learned, you taught, blah 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 blah. But it was about life, you know. And you don't realize how much you are, um, how much of you is made up of your ustad. Mm. You'd realize that in the long term. Little little How to treat people? How to treat your students? Mm. Um, you know, he would he would always he was a big fan of food. So if he'd cook or if anyone would cook, he'd be like, okay, we need to eat right now. We need to share the food, and Unknowingly, I picked up that habit. Mm. So if my students are over, I'm just like, okay, if there's food, we're eating, and we're eating together. Let's yeah. eat first. Or if someone, w- I take <coughs> mitai in for him, or if someone would bring mitai or anything, he'd be like, before anyone else eats it, I'm not putting this away. We're going to open it. We're all going to eat it right now. Right. It's a shared experience. You're right. And I do the same thing now. And I didn't, those things all came flooding back that you don't realize how much of a man uh, he made me just by being around him, spending, because I'd go to him in the morning, in Jalandar, and we sing for a few hours, eat, sing, chill, and then I'd go home to, to my Masi's house, and I'd practice, and then by the evening, he'd call me again, okay, yeah, of course, I'm coming, get a little scootery, and then go to his house again, and that was morning, night, morning, night, morning, night, and you develop this, I don't know, you know, you know. You know and he was someone, he, you know, I think he was like, he was the type of person who knew nothing but music, right? He was just, he was just everything, but yeah. all musicians are really yeah. like that. But, but he was not like, everyone, yeah. not everyone in the modern day. But he was more like a traditional musician in that sense. Yeah, he was. He was a sadhu man. He was yeah. a, like no joke. You know, we met many people in my life, but he was a sadhu. Like his birthi was a santa birthi. It didn't matter. Like anyone walked in the door, he would meet you and greet you like, and genuinely, not fake. Yeah, not fake. There's yeah. most people are fake. Yeah, uh, genuinely with love and having that for your students isn't common people think it's common they'll realize in the long term it's not mm, mm. people think it's common but mm. learn from someone for a long time and you'll see things come out of the the, the cupboards but uh, he didn't have that he wasn't like that he was genuinely giving his all to the students and that's hard to do emotionally mm. I'm getting invested in this relationship personally this guy is my son mm. or this guy is my younger sibling or whatever and 
naturally, without realizing, I end up drawing that those links with my students. And I've had teachers that don't do that. Yeah. But that part of me has come from him. Well, there are some people. There are some people you'd learn off who are nice to you as long as you're learning from them. Yeah. And if you take a two or three month break, then it's all crap, and you know yeah. there's complications and they have complexes and all this yeah. type of stuff about what's happening. Yeah. But he was never like that. You could call him anytime. You could say, yeah, you know, anytime. Happy. He was just happy for you. He was genuinely happy for you all the time. He was genuinely happy for you. And he, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like I lost, you know, a part of me. Like there's this, when there's an ustad, there's a saya over you. Like there's, a, there's, a, there's a sense of shade. There's a shade over you entirely. You're like, oh, hagi, I'm sitting Even if you're not talking, we haven't talked in a while because we, India, you know, chakkar got like this. But he was there. I don't have his books and stuff, but you know, he wrote such and he every time I'd leave him he'd write me a guzzle and it, like I don't know it was a good like I, I learned how to really uh, cut through the crap mm, mm. and be open and uh, as a person be like you know yeah I really love this person like this person and they'll re- reciprocate that you know and people say give me uh, I don't know it makes me emotional and people say when they don't cry bro you, you give me good poetry Give me a good relationship. Give me a good food. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll shed a tear. You know, it's yeah. not like that. It's not like that. People, people that touch your heart, they touch your heart. And he was one of them. And it was a sad day when he was gone. Like, my students don't know, but the lesson we had, I've got his photo um, out. I'll, I'll put it away soon. Like, when I'm teaching, I have his photo near me now since he passed, just because I needed him around. Before, I just knew he was there. Mm-hmm. Now I need him. Mm. I need to see him. Okay, he's still there, you know? Because whatever I'm doing, I've, partially got it all from him and I felt I don't know and they don't know this but I, I had to walk out of classes a few times because I was getting emotional just teaching people it's like this is what music is you know I was sitting in his room mm. singing and he was singing to me mm. and I'm singing back to him x y and z and that, he was doing that with his teacher I'm doing that with my students they're going to do it with their, their students yeah. at the end of the day this keeps going you know when I found out he was passed away I just finished it ours right and as a musician, that's what you do. That's what he would have wanted me to do. He used to yeah. say, obviously money, you know, you give people that you learn from X, Y, and Z, but he'd be like, I said that to my students as well. Where do yeah. I get that from? Yeah. From him. And now that he's gone, that's a debt that I'll happily repay forever. He said to me, give it to Riyaz Karna, that's your fees to me. He's gone, he doesn't need my money no more. Yeah. But he still needs this, mm. and I'll give it to him. You know, I'll give it to him. I'll keep, I'll keep putting in that work, remembering that he asked me to put in that work, and I'll do it. But I kept getting emotional teaching. I was like, you know, it's so weird because I just imagine when a musician goes, it's different. It's different to a losing a normal person mm. or someone with a great uh, mastery over something. Generally, yeah. Mm-hmm. But musicians, because they make so much noise, and mm-hmm. na mm. I'm I'm a, I'm an uh, introvert. Everyone knows that. That knows me. That I won't talk to people outside. I'll be really close off. Like, ha, ha, hello. This is odd that we're t- speaking, but obviously we know each other. He was like that as well. But in your music, you're loud. Mm. There's people coming in and out of the house all the time. Kieran says that to me as well. She's like, when you're not in Sydney, the house is just like a bit, a bit dead. You know. Yeah. It that's sucks your, the that's life. your form of socializing in a sense. Yeah, it sucks the life out of the house a little bit. And it's like, oh, 
so as a person i'm i'm always singing he was always singing always singing the house was always buzzing i'm in i'm out i'm leaving someone else is coming i'm there it's people already singing there's food being made people are eating food yep. or people bringing in food that's what my house is now yeah and that's what his house was yeah and just to think that that's no more mm. and i'm thinking of auntie g like his wife and i'm thinking of his son i don't know it's it'll be hard it's a hard pill for me to swallow sitting here thinking that 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 voice is no more that body sings no more you know mm. that i don't know it's well, a lot of pe- i guess a lot of people don't know as well how much impact actually that in the punjabi music community yeah. like in the background oh, it, yeah. it was background a lot though i i feel like i feel everyone knew him everyone in the punjabi music circle knew every him every musician knew him every musician knew him uh and that included uh punjabi singers and stuff as well oh yeah there were a lot of them learning from him and he and i think the reason why everyone so could be sukshinder shinda when i visited him last 2015 2016 he he was writing this book of punjabi compositions and he he gave me like a a version that wasn't finalized so has a lot of errors in it mm. but he was still finalizing but he said put to leja and in that he's written his whole sukshinder shinda jasbir jassi this right. guy that right. hansraj hans right all these guys have learned from him yeah um but then again it do they sing like him no they don't sing no. nothing like but not he didn't point. teach music he don't no. he don't get other teachers that teach just music you you know as well yeah. not life they don't know how to teach life they don't know how to teach life this man you have to teach life and that's what i walked away with like now he enriched my life so much and then i try to do that moving forward but anyone that gets that from me is indebted to him not to me yeah. i get that from him you know you know what i'm going to read this thing I want to read this thing. Oh to Yeah. I mean it's good I'm wearing sunglasses, bro. <laughs> it's good I'm wearing sunglasses. This Maybe that's why sad we sad stuff, bro. That's why we wore it. Maybe. Sad stuff. Moya di yaad, memory of people that are past. Sari umar ni hovna kadi acha. Jeda fut jeda fat judai da lage o. Kip jada tu men chhad ke le gaya. Sari umar ni hovna kadi acha. ਜਿਹੜਾ ਫਟ ਜੁਦਾਈ ਦਾ ਲਾ ਗਏਓ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀ ਵੇਲਾ ਇਹ ਪਿਆਰਿਆ ਜਾਣ ਵਾਲਾ ਬਿਨਾ ਪੁੱਛਿਆ ਗਿਛਿਆ ਤਾ ਗਏਓ ਮੰਦਾ ਕਦੀ ਨਾ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਨੂੰ ਬੋਲਿਆ ਸੀ ਫੇਰ ਕਿਸ ਗੱਲੋਂ ਚਿਤ ਚਾ ਗਏਓ ਕੌਣ ਸਾਂਭੇਗਾ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਤੁਸਾਂ ਬਾਜੋ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਪਿਆਰ ਦੀ ਖੇਡ ਖਿਡਾ ਗਏਓ ਹੈ ਆਪ ਸ਼ਹਿਰ ਖਾਮੋਸ਼ਾਂ ਦੇ ਜਾ ਵਸੇ ਫੂਹੜੀ ਸੋਗ ਦੀ ਕਰੀ ਵਿਛਾ ਗਏਓ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਪਾਰ ਉਮੀਦ ਸੀ ਲਗਨੇ ਦੀ ਗੋ ਹੰਝੂ ਦੇ ਰੋਹੜ ਰੁੜਾ ਗਏਓ ਐਨੀਵੇਜ਼ ਦਿਸ ਹੋਲ ਥਿੰਗ ਕੀਪਸ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਆਈ ਡੋਨਟ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਰੀਡ ਆਈ ਡੋਨਟ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਰੀਡ ਲਾਈਕ 3 ਪੇਜਸ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਜਸਟ ਰੀਡ ਦ ਲਾਸਟ ਪੈਰਾਗ੍ਰਾਫ ਆਪ ਉੱਡ ਗਏ ਵਾਂਗ ਕਬੂਤਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਮੱਛੀਆਂ ਵਾਂਗ ਤਰਫਾ ਗਏਓ ਰੋਂਦੇ ਰਹਾਂਗੇ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਯਾਦ ਕਰ ਕਰ ਹਸ ਹਸ ਕੇ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਰਖਾ ਗਏ ਉਹ ਆਈ ਡੋਨਟ ਨੋ ਵਾਟ ਦਾ ਵਰਡ ਮੀਨਸ ਬਟ ਦਿ ਜਨਰਲ ਜਸਟ ਵੀ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੈਂਡ ਚੇਤਾ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਰਹੇਗਾ ਉਮਰ ਸਾਰੀ ਸਾਡੇ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਨੂੰ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਭੁਲਾ ਗਏ ਉਹ ਆਪ ਰੂਹ ਬਣ ਕੇ ਰਲੇ ਰੂਹਾਂ ਅੰਦਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਖਾਕ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਰਲਾ ਗਏ ਉਹ ਆਸ ਰੱਖੀ ਸੀ ਸ਼ਰਫ ਨੂੰ ਹਾਸਿਆਂ ਦੀ ਉਲਟਾ ਰੋਣਿਆਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਫਸਾ ਗਏ ਸ਼ਰਫ 
remembering when he passed, which was in Marva, which goes, Sajan Vinaji Lagada Mira Sajan Vinaji Lagada Everything he sang had this folk connotation. Yeah, yeah. Sajan Vinaji Lagada Mira Bin Mahi Dine Hanira all that kept going through my head when I was like, ah, he's gone, he's gone, how's he gone, how can he leave, you know? You assume them to be these eternal figures that will be there forever, until they go. And then you're like, ah, oh, man, just one more time, you know? I was just talking to his son like three weeks ago, and I got his number, I had to talk to him about something. And I, I'm going to regret not making that phone call quick enough, because then he, before I could make the phone mm. call, he passed. Anyways. Do we, do we have more questions? Or do I don't know. I don't want to end on this sad note. Okay, let's end, I don't on, end on this sad note. Um, okay. If you could sing only one bandish for the rest of your life, what would you sing? I wouldn't sing. Would you sing? <laughs> would you sing? I'd you, be a listener. If you could sing, sing one, only one bandish for the rest of your yeah, life, no, what would you be, sing? Yeah, you get no, right? Yeah, I'd turn into a listener. Yeah, there was the there was the rare thing we... Remember there was the... I can't remember the name. Is it Amir... Uh, Ustad Amir Khan's teacher is it the guy who we thought only sang Wahid Wahid uh, Wahid Khan Wahid Abdul yeah Abdul Wahid, Khan. Abdul Wahid Khan and sang only Darbari and Todi yeah and then we found recordings of him singing something else. sing something else yeah so that was kind of the on the closest we've ever heard to something like but that that's, happening that's that's rag it's normal for people yeah, it's to not sing just one, one bandish yeah, yeah, yeah I did that as well it's normal for people to sing one rag for an extended period of time yeah but it's not you can't sing one bandish no uh, I'd probably yeah stop singing and become a listener. Um, How's everything going with you guys? How's pandemic? Yeah, we already discussed that. So good. Life's good. Suggestions for newcomers to Gurbani Keetan? Lagero. <laughs> yeah. Lagero. That's it. It's, it takes a bit of time. Yeah. And you're going to find your feet in a while. You know, at the start, you're going to get heaps of conflicting opinions. You're going to be like, how do I make sense of all of this? This guy's saying nothing different. This guy's saying blah, blah, blah. There's no magical answer to anything. There's no magical That's the answer point. to everything. Other than hard work, there's no magical Other than answer. Hard work, yeah. yeah. It's just hard work. Keep learning. Pieces will fall into their place, but not without time. Not without time is the biggest ingredient. If you don't put time in, uh, you won't, you're not getting anything. This isn't like anything else. The, the, the delayed gratification that comes in this field is delayed. Extremely, it's delayed. Yeah. It's not like normal delayed. Yeah. It's delayed. So it takes time, but it definitely happens. Especially but if you're really young. If you're like 18 or... No, that's not really young, but even 15, 18, 20, 25. Any age. Even 30. But your voice has to mature as well. That makes a big difference, I feel, in yeah, class. But, yeah. but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah. about just understanding. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so yeah. much information and so many people saying different things. Yeah. It takes a while to piece everything together and start to understand how everything fits in its own way. Yeah. I'm not saying, nothing, I'm not saying things don't fit. Everything kind of fits, but it's hard to get that understanding which is fluid and dynamic of this subject. Which is, which is the case with this. Anything that's big, it, how do you understand the English language? Okay, you're not going to pick up a dictionary and start reading it. Yeah. You start learning the language. Over time, you understand how people speak, different dialects, different accents, different writing styles, different bo- whatever. So that's kind of like what this music's like. You have to give it time. Um, that's the main thing. Don't get restless. I think that's about it. Best experiences, whatever. Um, I think let's wrap. We did best experiences already. Okay, okay. This question just came in. How'd you guys meet? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this on a quick story, and you're not allowed to fix the story. You're. Yeah. This is a lie. No, no, of no, a story. No, this you're not allowed to fix the story. 
This is I have to fix the story. You know, because you're, gonna, you're lying. No, we're going to run out of battery. Oh, unfortunate. We're going to run out of battery. No, you're lying. No. I have to make... That's the... No. I'm saying that just how it... This story is a lie. I'm going to cut the audio, cut the video. Yeah. If you, if you start talking after I finish. Yeah. But basically, I was a kid and you were a kid and you had really rich parents and you had a Mercedes in the Gurdwara car park which no one had and a gold chenni with a khanda on it which no one else had. Mm. Kids like us had Camrys, second-hand Camrys from the early 90s mm. and you were sitting here in 2000 model, uh, you know, white Mercedes with leather seats, heated seats, which I didn't even know existed. Mm. No, it wasn't heated seats. Oh, whatever. For all I remember, that car could fly and you had a gold chain neon and I didn't even know boys wore gold chains until I saw you. I was like, okay, I thought that's yeah. just one of my BB wore. But I guess yeah. that was a thing that wealthy people do. Mm-hmm. So you were sitting, uh, flaunting your wealth to poor people like us because you come from the rich suburbs into the poorer suburbs like mine and you walk in in your BMW, uh, sorry, Mercedes, although you have a BMW now. So, I mean, this story just tells itself. Mm-hmm. Windows down, Ghana pumping, chin out, hanging outside your shirt, chewing gum like rich kids. And then I saw this guy and then you started showing off your car to me and the rest is history. And on that note, so you think I literally, oh, I no, was no. just sitting in my car playing loud music at the Gurdwara oh, no, and I was no. like, Oi, you, come here. Well, it wasn't just me. You had a herd of followers that were like, that's what wealth looks like. Oh, come here. You guys come here. That's what wealth looks like. Look, this guy's a rich man. I don't remember being like that. Okay. But I'm not going to fix the story because it'll be funny. Huh? I think the, to end it here would be really funny. But that being said, we did meet before that too. We met what? a long time before that, yeah. When you first moved here. Yeah. At the Gurdwara or something? At the Gurdwara. Mm. With you, you were extremely thin. Yeah, I'm still in. No, you're not extremely thin anymore. Yeah. You can't take that, right. Mr. Kenyan shots. <laughs> you were extremely thin, Yeah. like Dunda, and someone put chewing gum in Brub's hair. Brub is my brother. Yeah. Right? So someone put chewing gum in his hair, and I thought it was you. Right. So I got angry with you. Yeah, and then I beat your ass up. No, you went, like into, U- you went into UFC and stuff then. Right. But pretty much we had like a 15, 20-minute dialogue yeah. About how kids who come right out of India yeah. don't like chewing gum. Right, because I was trying to say to you, I don't even have chewing gum. Yeah, you were like, I don't you even need chewing funny? gum. I just came straight from India. People who come straight from India don't like chewing gum. And you had a logic behind it. Right. Like we don't get so it there or it's out, not as tasty. I was talking out of my ass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was making so, stuff up. Yeah, you were like, oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't taste as good there or it's not as long lasting there <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so for that reason, we don't eat it. So it wasn't me. That's my first memory. Cool. Let's let's wrap it there, and I'll, right. I'll make sure to cut this part out so this story is not told. <laughs> All right. All right. We're, we're leaving with. Uh, I'm gonna sign off as myself, and I have in the the rich man Minhas with me, and we'll sign off like that. Yeah. Data. Bye bye. Make wealth, boys. Oh wow, it's bright without sunglasses.